This is Dami. And this is Basayo. And welcome to Born for This. This week's episode, we'll be discussing the menstrual cycle, as requested by a viewer. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing the menstrual cycle and the symptoms that accompany the cycle, as requested from a listener. So one disclaimer that we wanted to make early on um, in this um, podcast is that the menstrual cycle is actually a phase that occurs during one of the two cycles um, that we'll discuss today that occur in a woman's body to prepare her for pregnancy. So for the sake of this episode, we're going to refer to the menstrual cycle generally when we're talking about the uterine cycle, unless we're talking about a specific part of the process that we want to make sure to highlight for you. Um, and so another thing is that these two processes do have a lot of moving parts. So some of the things that we'll talk about today won't be dealt with in like extreme detail, um, because we plan on getting on those things in the future. So the goal of this episode really is to give a general overview of what is going on during these two cycles and to relate them to symptoms that you may face as you go through different parts of these cycles as well. Yep. In addition, we really wanted to thank the viewer for the question. This is such a great question because um, we think that so many women may conceptually understand what's going on in their bodies from charts and things that they may see, but it's really nice to know why things are happening and to associate, and to associate them with symptoms if you can. Right. So the two cycles that we'll be talking about today are the ovarian cycle and the uterine cycle, or also known as the menstrual cycle. And these two cycles get their name from where their process is taking place. So the ovarian cycle is taking place um, in or near the ovaries, whereas the uterine cycle is taking place in the uterus. And so um, in the first cycle we're going to discuss is the ovarian cycle. So the ovarian cycle is made up of two phases, um, the follicular phase as well as the luteal phase. So during the follicular phase, um, the goal really is that you want to produce an egg that's going to be used for fertilization. So um, this phase lasts for about like 10 to 14 days. And the reason why it's called the follicular phase is because it focuses on the, the follicle um, that will be, you know, that we'll talk about. And so the follicle essentially is a fluid filled sac that contains the immature egg. Um, and in your ovaries, the follicles are found at like different states of maturation. And so and at some point, one of, the, one of the follicles is going to emerge kind of as like the champion of the process and go through the rest of the process of ovulation. Um, and then during the middle of the cycle, the mature cell protrudes from the ovary and is released after the luteinizing hormone um, surge, which is what um, prompts ovulation to start in the first place. And so ovul ovulation occurs when the egg is released from the follicle and the fimbriae um, sweeps sweeps the eggs into the fallopian tube. So the, the fimbriae, if you've ever seen like the diagram or pictures of the uterus, is kind of like that finger-like projection that extends off the fallopian tube. So in a way, it almost kind of like sweeps it in and brings it into the fallopian tubes, which is going to get it um, um, connected back to the uterus. And so um, at that point, the remaining follicle that, you know, stays within the ovary becomes the corpus luteum. Another thing that happens during this part of the cycle, um, and it's not this is not happening in the ovary, but it's, it occurs during this time, is that the cervical mucus is increasing, it's thinning, and it's becoming more clear because the cervical mucus is what facilitates sperm transport and helps it meet the fertile or the, meet the egg. Um, and so after ovulation, after ovulation, I'm sorry, um, the hormone levels are changing, which causes the cervical mucus to thicken, which then goes on to impede sperm traveling. And so um, that's one thing. And then another thing that happens is the cervix opens and softens in order to allow that process to happen as well. So the second phase is called the luteal phase. And this phase, um, during this phase, the follicle is bursting open and is releasing the egg. And it's going to develop the process called the corpus luteum, which is what secretes all the hormones that causes the uterine lining to thicken and to be able to nourish the egg. Um, so this process also usually lasts about 14 days. And the length of time, um, sorry, the length of time for the luteal phase is correlated with the lifespan of the corpus luteum, um, assuming pregnancy doesn't occur, which then 
leads to you getting a period, which Diamond's going to talk more about. Yep. And so um, what we know as our period, um, as what women know as their period is the bleeding during the menstrual cycle. Um, it's called the uterine cycle, or it's also sometimes called the endometrial cycle or the menstrual cycle. Um, and it's called the uterine cycle because it's happening in your uterus. It's happening with that endometrial endometrium, which is the lining on the inner part um, in your uterus. Um, and that's what you're shedding when you're um, having your period, when you're releasing this blood, which is something that we'll get to. So um, I guess we'll initially start with the period part. So the period part, um, we many people are really comfortable with. I know it typically um, lasts two to seven days for um, women, depending on who you are, where you fall on that spectrum. And it's pretty much like I had mentioned, the uterine lining that's shedding. Um, and that uterine lining was initially created to support a pregnancy, but in the absence of a fertilized egg, in the absence of a pregnancy, this uterine lining sheds because there's no need for it. Um, and so, um, so this menstrual blood consists of part uh, consists of part blood and tissue from inside the uterus. So that's why we're seeing that blood coming out. And also, that's also why period blood is um, viscousy um, because it's including kind of that tissue portion. And we all know it occurs once a month. Um, so the next phase is the proliferative, proliferative phase. So it kind of is exactly what the word is, proliferative. It's growing. So you have um, different um, dance of hormones, namely estrogen, that's causing for um, the lining of the uterus to grow to um, kind of support what could potentially be a pregnancy. And so that grows. And then um, you have the secretory phase which, um, as Basah had mentioned earlier, once this follicle um, kind of is released in things, you have the corpus luteum, which produces progesterone. And progesterone, um, one component of that hormone is to maintain a pregnancy. You can think of pro-pregnancy as pro-pregnancy, which allows um, the endometrium to be more receptive for the implantation, um, for potential implantation by a fertilized egg. And so that progesterone, um, being pro-pregnancy, it like makes sure that the lining of your uterus is really thick. Um, but in the absence of, like we said, uh, a pregnancy in the absence of a fertilized egg, um, at around day 25 of the period, um, if impl implantation does not occur, then um, you have decreasing levels of estrogen and progesterone, which cause um, the endometrium to essentially cut blood supply off from this endometri uh, endometrium, and that's when it begins to shed. Um, and then also this corpus sodium would also break down. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I think is important to um, mentioned because I think we forgot to is that on average for a woman, um, these cycles last on average about 28 days. However, depending on the person, it can last as long as I believe 35 days. Um, and so this is everything that we're telling you right now is based off of that 28 day cycle. Um, another thing I also wanted to point out as well too, is that um, some of the things that me and Dami had said kind of correspond or sound very similar just because um, both of these cycles are happening concurrently. It's not It's not like the uterine cycle is happening and then the ovarian cycle is happening. So um, the proliferative, proliferative phase, I'm sorry, corresponds with the um, follicular phase of the ovarian cycle as so well while, as... So, oh. so while, the, so while um, the, uh, the uterine lining is growing, um, you're having... Um, the follicles the, being prepared. Exactly, the follicles being prepared, which would make sense because you know, the uterus is preparing for this potential egg fertilization. Right. In addition to the fact of how the secretory phase is also um, kind of goes hand in hand with the luteal phase, um, because like Dami had said, the, the secretory phase is where the progesterone is really um, giving off those hormones that are needed to sustain a pregnancy, while the luteal phase is deals with the egg being produced. Um, and that way, you know, an egg is produced, it'll then become eventually um, the corpus luteum. So that kind of, that part is a little 
like something kind of has to happen for the other, but regardless, they kind of happen um, simultaneously. Yeah. And so, and I think, so the egg doesn't become the corpus luteum, the egg becomes the egg, but the egg, and then the corpus luteum becomes the corpus luteum, which then releases. The, right. Yeah. Just to clarify. Right. So now we'll kind of go into like some of the symptoms that you may experience during um, some of these. And so, um, yep. So, uh, so yeah, so I guess the number one set of symptoms we're going to look at first is, um, symptoms during the period, during the menses, during, um, yeah, uterine shedding essentially. Um, and so a lot of women have a vast majority of different symptoms. Um, but many people have abdominal or pelvic cramping, which can typically be caused from, again, the, the shedding you're feeling like kind of cramps as, um, what is it called? This blood is shedding. And as the, um, uh, yeah, you're just feeling cramps because it's detaching from uh, what is it called from you. And so that's like the cramping feeling. And then lower back pain, um, similarly associated bloating and sore breasts, um, food cravings, mood swings, irritability, headaches, and fatigue. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, and then during the proliferative phase or the follicular phase of both cycles, um, well, really, I should focus more on the follicular phase of the ovarian cycle. So there's this thing called middle smirch, which I think is the funniest and greatest word ever. And so apparently it's a German word that stands for middle pain. And essentially, this is the pain that some women experience. Not everyone does um, when the, um, what do you call it, when the egg actually is breaking free from the ovary at that time. And so, um, like I said, some women I've actually um, heard can actually feel this and they know exactly when they're ovulating, which I think is pretty cool. And so that's pretty, pretty much one of the things you're going to feel during that period of time. But otherwise, I don't really know of any others yeah and so during um secretory phase um a lot of people feel pms symptoms so pms meaning premenstrual symptoms so symptoms that typically clue you into the fact that you will be bleeding you will be having the first day of your period soon so um these symptoms are similar to period symptoms themselves so tender breasts hunger headache muscle aches pains uh cramps joint pain weight gain and constipation Mm -hmm. yeah so so one last thing we did want to touch on, and we're not going to go too much in depth of it, but I think it will be a great like um, a great way to lay the groundwork for our next episode. And so some of the hormones that we are going to be discussing um, in the next episode will be those that, such as estrogen, progesterone, the follicle stimulating hormone, also known as FSH, um, the luteinizing hormone known as LH, and then there might be some others that come into play too. And so we just kind of wanted to put that out there to have it on your mind that we can kind of start thinking about what these things mean and what they look like as they correspond to um, the continuation of this conversation. Yeah. And something that I think to kind of give you all like a last question, I'd be interested to hear what are symptoms that you may feel during your period or at any moment in your cycle that you can kind of make sense of and think of? I was talking about earlier about how I often get like canker sores, um, typically before my period or even on my period. And it's like so painful that sometimes I can't even eat. So that's something that's kind of a unique symptom that I get. Mm-hmm. If there's any unique symptoms that you guys have, we'd love to know. Yep. So make sure to email us at bornforsuch at gmail.com. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Born For This. Stay tuned for our next episode. And as always, send in any questions or comments that you may have to bornforsuch at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Stay tuned.